You are listening to Donuts and Top Cow. Two great tastes that taste better together. Well, it's New Year's Eve. Thanks for joining us here on episode 39 of Donuts and Top Cow. We've got a New Year's Eve party. We're partying, and we hope that you're partying with us as well. This episode is up actually before the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, so if you're really tight and watching the feed, you'll have a chance to celebrate with us on the actual day. If not, there's still a good reason to listen And we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to look at the Magdalena. We've got some entertainment set up, and it's just going to be a fun time. We are recording at Westfield Comics on the east side of Madison. Westfield is also found online at westfieldcomics.com that can do to-your-door service. If you are of the mindset to do digital, though, this episode is sponsored by drivethroughcomics.com. Drive-thru sells quite a bit of comics, and they have the whole line of Top Cow available to you. Anything available digitally from Top Cow is available at drivethroughcomics.com. Many at a discount. I know that if you are listening to this on December 31st, they're still doing a big Top Cow sale on the site. There's uh, really good discounts on trades. They also have Top Cow books available day and date uh, that they're available in the retail stores. So if you're following Artifacts and you're not near a comic shop, you can read Artifacts number 13 on the day it comes out next Wednesday through drive Through Comics. They also are going to sponsor our January contest, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. First of all, I want to thank you for listening to us, though. I know there's a lot of choices out there, so we're really glad that you joined us. My name is John Griggis. Mine is Joshua Crawley. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm Jason Pumswick. And we are here. You were introduced... By Madame Mirage, she opened the show for us, and she'll show up to give a dramatic reading for us later. Uh, it is an underage version of Madame Mirage, so get your minds out of the gutters, guys. And we wanted to start off by thanking you for joining us on our Facebook page. We hit 50 people on the Facebook page. Woo-woo! So we're really grateful to have you be friends with us or like us or however the terminology is going these days it's sometimes hard to keep up but we're gonna do some giveaways for our the people who are following us on facebook josh had promised a while ago that uh, as soon as we hit 50 we'll give some prizes away so the first thing we have to give away is a prize package and this is uh featuring the the jewel of the package is the hunter killer script book hunter killer number one script book and it's signed by mark wade and it was generously donated to the podcast by Russ Hagen, one of our good friends and longtime listeners. And we'll just use the old randomizer to get that number between 1 and 50 and find out who our big winner is going to be. So the winner is number 21, 
And number 21 on our list is Augusto, Montana. So, Augusto, we'll be in touch with you and get a, an address and send you this great prize package. Uh, the Facebook stats are pretty interesting. If you're interested, I don't know if this is available to anybody who's friended with the page, but no. we have uh, several <laughs> countries represented. Uh, we have most of our uh, friends are in the United States of America, which I think is predictable. Estados Unidos. And we have two from Greece. Two are friended to us from Canada, one from Mexico, one from Bulgaria, and one from the United Kingdom. Of Great Britain and Ireland. And I would say that uh, our, our friend from the United Kingdom, it's not much of a stretch to say that he's providing some of our prizes today. That must yes. be Russ Hagen. So. Um, Bulgaria, that's kind of cool. Yeah. In Canada, eh? Yeah, that's, it's fun to kind of have that cross-section. I was really surprised, really, when I, I came I wish, across with that. I wonder if they can send us some uh, Tim Hortons. That, that's Canada, right? Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons, yeah. Canada, eh? Yeah. That sounds really good. That's a good call. I think we need some of that. Yeah. Yeah, they're special prize pack for uh, Canadians sending us Tim Hortons. You send it to uh, Westfield Comics, 944 Williamson Street, Madison, Wisconsin, 53703. Very, oh, very yeah. nice. I like that. And uh, I'm proud to say that we've only had one unlike in the last 30 days. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm over it. I'd rather I have an engaged public, I wasn't so. right away. I was a little <laughs> angry. I was like, come on, really? But then I realized, you know, sometimes I clean stuff out if I'm not following it a lot. And they might yeah. think we never did anything because those Facebook settings were like, oh, stay, pay attention to most updates. Yeah, I know. And Facebook is Maybe Facebook just decided way. people didn't want to read everything we have to say. Though I've tried to do a better job myself of posting something at least once a week. It is a fairly active page, so if you get a chance to swing over, please do. And if you do swing over, drop a comment, post something on the wall. Uh, you know, it's just fun to interact with uh, with folks, especially folks who know Top Cow, because that's always a lot of fun. Oh, and real quick, I don't know if we were going to... Are we going to discuss pilot season at all? Well, I know the pilot season voting is back on, and yes. it's been extended for another week. Oh, yeah. So, and uh, the other news that I saw about pilot season, if that, is that what you were getting to? With the, uh, when we get down to four, yes. The final four. The final four. All of Top Cow's digital partners will be giving away for free the final four uh, contestants uh, of pilot season voting this year. So we'll definitely talk about that in more depth so you can once go to those are online. Drive through the comics and get those. That is correct, and though I would prefer you paid for them because then that means drive through comics gets money, Top Cow gets money. Yeah, you don't have to wait for the voting period to be done. If no, you want to, if you want to no. help out our sponsor and get Top Cow a little money as well, uh, feel free. You could also stop by Westfield Comics on the east side because you have. Do you have copies of all eight of the pilot seasons? Are you out of any yet? Uh. I believe I'm out of one of them now. I don't remember which one. Yeah. So I've read them all and have enjoyed it. Voting's been tough, but it's pretty clear in a way. There's, there's, You can pretty much tell who the winning titles are going to be moving forward. There's a little bit of a fight for fourth place. <laughs> so I guess I would urge you, if you're listening to this, there's probably another week or, or maybe less to vote. Uh, go over and vote for not your top... T if your top choice... Uh, is anonymous or the beauty, then they pretty much don't need the votes. But if you have um, 
one that's that you that you like and want to see make it to the next round, your votes will actually make a difference for like the fourth place title. Yeah, Jason, have you read all of them yet? I actually, I I haven't read any of them. Oh, uh, <laughs> boo, boo! <laughs> You'll be rewarded when you do, though. So yeah. there'll be some good ones, and I think the four that that are going to end up being the four decent books and worth talking about. We'll definitely do an episode on the four to kick around some of our thoughts about it when that comes out. So that's where we go. So now speaking of donuts, since oh, we're talking about the Tim Hortons, I was oh, you got say, more? don't we have a second uh, Facebook prize pack to give out? We do. I figured we can go a little later in the... Ah, going to build the suspense. I'm going to build the suspense. We're going right. to give away to one more person. And that's going to be... Stay tuned. We'll do it after some of our New Year's Eve entertainment. I was going to say, though, speaking of donuts, we are talking about the Tim Horton. We do have Madame Mirage is here, and she's going to do a reading, a dramatic reading, from Okie Dokie Donuts by Chris Eliopoulos, put out by, it's not Donuts and Top Cow now, but it's Donuts and Top Shelf. Top Shelf Comics put out this uh, all-ages graphic novel, and... She is going to read for us the theme song to the Okie Dokie Donuts. So I'll turn it right over, madam. There's a little place in town that you should know. It's a hot donut service that's sure to grow. Run by a woman, strong and wide. Big Mama is the name, and she works with pride. Every little donut is made just right, so it doesn't really matter which one you bite. Yellow batter goes right into the bowl, out of the oven. Out of the oven and we're on a roll. Order up, I'll take the strawberry with banana blast. Sure, it sure is hot when you serve it that fast. Chocolate top with the sprinkle bubbles. Hurry, be quick and make it double. I need vanilla with coconut cream. Big Mama's chocolate donuts are such a dream. <clears throat> I'm up next, I'll take the jelly please. Take a quick bite, careful not to sleaze. So next time you're in for a tasty treat, oh, just hop off the couch and get on your feet. Don't push, don't pull. Don't run or shove. Big Mama's got donuts and they're made with love. Woo woo! All right. So now that you're properly warmed up, we've got a stand-up comedian here today. A budding stand-up comedian. Hits a lot of the open mic nights in Madison and probably hits around out town. I know there's a contest coming up soon that you're looking forward to jumping into. Yeah, yeah. In February, they're doing the uh, funniest person in uh, Madison competition that they've been doing for the last two years. Or two or three. We'll have to roll out for that. So Jason has, uh, like I say, he's out on the circuit pretty regularly, and he's agreed to help us cheer up our New Year's Eve with a little bit of his act here. Okay. Um... Yeah, so, um, big comic fan, obviously, um, and, uh, being a big comic fan growing up, one of the things that, uh, that was unique about me is half the words that I learned growing up were from comic books, so, later in life when I was in, uh, school, and I was in science class, and we're learning about the stars, and my teacher points his star chart and he says, alright, today we're gonna be talking about Polaris, I'm like, we're going to be talking about X-Factor. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what well, I'm like, you know, Polaris, the green-haired chick with Magneto's powers, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, no, actually, Polaris is another name for North Star. I'm like, no, dude, North Star is the speedster from Alpha Flight. Uh, yeah, I wish I had more Top Cow jokes, but I, I, I don't, unfortunately. Um, oh, uh, yeah, another thing about... Uh, I, I don't really have a lot of uh, friends who read comics... And sometimes I find it hard to switch off my nerd switch, as I like to call it. 
and uh, like even even at bars and stuff, I'll I'll somebody asks me about comics, I'll just go off and I'll keep going on and on, and I, I can't I can't stop it. It's like uh, um, oh. Here's a little top kind of reference, maybe. It's like opening Pandora's box, or like the Ark of the Covenant. You kind of want to know what's inside, but then once you find out, it's, it's, it's just an onslaught, and you can't stop it, and you wish you could. But, uh, yeah, it's like, it, to me, it doesn't matter. I'll do it anywhere, anytime. I've done it at the comedy club to a couple guys who've casually asked me questions about random comics, and I'll stop. Uh, you, you know, won't stop, and it just happens multiple times with multiple people. And uh, those are two phrases that uh, do not apply to my hypothetical sex life. Uh, oh yeah, here's here's a new one that I wrote like last week. I really like it. It's uh, when I was a kid, uh, grew up uh, a little little poor. So uh, when I was a kid, I, I didn't play house. I just played studio apartment, which meant that uh, <laughs> I sat in my room alone, hoping for a better life, <laughs> with my stack of scratch and sniff stickers that I pretended were lottery tickets. But I, I never won, because I'm a realist. Um, one of the things I like to do, I don't know why, um, I like to think of random phrases that sound, you know, innocent enough until you start whispering them, and they sound really creepy. And it, it, it can be all different kinds of things, like, we're talking about donuts, so, you know, just the word delicious, I think. If you just hear it whispered sometimes, it's just as yeah. delicious. You know, it doesn't sound too... too bad, maybe, but uh, there are certain phrases you probably don't want to hear whispered, like, it's all in the wrists. Or, I can't believe I still have some duct tape left over. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just not, not a good scene, maybe, if you might want to get out if you hear those whispered. Um, well, thanks, Jason, for that, yeah. coming and telling us a few jokes. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. If you get into town, you know, follow Jason. How can somebody find out what's going on with you? Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my name is uh, jpun2814. Um, yeah, I'm on Facebook, too. My name is Jason Pun. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you want to be my friend on Facebook. That's cool. I kind of need more. I'll, I'll take any I can get, even over the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's... Uh, even if they're 49-year-olds in their parents' basements? Especially if they're 49-year-olds <laughs> yeah. in their parents' basements. That's right. We all need the love. <laughs> Definitely. So, and uh, thanks for joining us. Also, the main um, Top Cow discussion we're going to have today was proposed by Jason, but we're going to talk a little bit of Magdalena. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, a favorite of ours. I, I'm sure it's a favorite of Jason's as well. Definitely, yeah. And... Uh, Ron Pretty Mars soon it's going to be a favorite of everyone else's. It's gonna, or I'm going to come to your house at 3 in the morning. Soon. There he goes. As, yeah. long as, he <laughs> as, long as, he, as long as he didn't whisper that, I'm okay right. with it. So. I'm going to start coming to your house at 3 in the morning. Yeah, see, now I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. Uh, Magdalena, though. <laughs> we, we first saw the Magdalena and the Spear of Destiny. The first mention and the first appearance was in another Top Cow book. Way uh, back in the day. Back in the day. It was Darkness 15, which is worth checking out, actually. It's worth hunting down. It uh, written by Malachi Coney. I don't know if I destroyed that first name or not. but Malachi? Is it? Malachi Coney. That, that's going to be my first guess. All right. So this is what... <laughs> at least you're the industry insider, so that I could just say, oh, I'm just a fan, you know. And then uh, artist Joe Benitez. 
and it's a it's a very interesting book. It's also available in the Magdalena Origins trade paperback, Volume 1. It kicks that off, but it uh, really kicks off our introduction to uh, the Magdalena. And um, the, we see the Spear of Destiny and the Magdalena from the 1940s to open the book, and she's working to liberate the Spear of Destiny from Adolf Hitler, which is an interesting nod to history because... He was uh, interesting. He was an interesting bad man. And it's kind of fun how they blend that top cow lore into reality because it is a, it's a historical story, at least, that Hitler was uh, definitely seeking the spear of destiny and had, had a fragment of the cross and thought that, that would give him all the power he needed to take over the world. And that is pretty much the theme in Darkness 15. And uh, one of the other things that I thought was interesting that I didn't notice until... Um, I didn't notice it in the Magdalena until uh, issue 10 of the current run. But in this first appearance, she was able to defeat Hitler by some power of... You could look into her hands and you'll see all the sins of your life. And so she showed all the sins of Hitler's life and he pretty much crumbled to a cowering mess. And she was able to subdue him and regain the spear of destiny for the for the church and then at uh in in which or in darkness 15 it flashes to modern times and cardinal innocence is giving patience the spear and basically christening her as the next magdalena and the first mission that the church has for her is to go after jackie estacado which is brings in the darkness reference so that's the that's the origin as i have just read it i may be completely mistaken and have been under the wrong impression for quite a while. I didn't think Patience showed up until well after that. Yeah, he called her Patience, too. Hmm. Interesting. And that hmm. brings us up to the to the modern day, which is the run that uh, Ron Mars has been writing for the last uh, couple of years now. And it's it, issue 10 just came out, and it's... Definitely on a more um, regular cycle of release. And we're up to, as I say, we're up to 10. There's a couple of trades out. Now, I know the Volume 1 trade has been out. Has the Volume 2 trade come out yet? No. So that's forthcoming, something to watch out for. My guess is it won't come out until after One True Sword finishes. Right. So I think they're about six-issue trades. Which one is, True Cross? Yes. What did I say? Sword. One true sword. There's swords around, too. Yeah. And you never know when they'll find the one true ring, either. It could happen, right? It could. Who knows? Yeah. One true cross to rule them all. So, <laughs> so that, uh, that, that, that's the current storyline that's in the Magdalena. It's worth going back and getting issue 9 and 10 if you can dig them up or grab them digitally if your shop is out of, the, out of 9 and 10. Because it really sets up an interesting story. Magdalena's in Mexico. She's been sent to liberate a piece of the original cross from a uh, church that held it down there. And, of course, bad guys and shenanigans take place. And we also um, start to see, we see an appearance from another Top Cow character in where Sarah, as the Witchblade, shows up. Yes. The end of, the, end of issue 10, the second yeah. installment. Yes. Which I don't believe is a spoiler, necessarily. 
It's been in solicitation information for months now. If anything, it's a teaser to get you to jump on exactly. the, rest of the story. So, and uh, as I mentioned in our last episode, I believe we haven't really heard anything about the big artifacts rebirth end of the world stuff and how it fits in with Magdalena. It's all oh, Darkness One Hundred, Witchblade One Fifty One. Artifacts 14, but uh, no Magdalena. I'm sticking with it is the post-rebirth title that well preceded the end of the world. That's how I roll. All right. Also, uh, they're continuing the tradition, I don't know if it's tradition, sort of tradition now for a few issues, of uh, Dave Marquez and Nelson Blake II kind of tag-teaming the pencil duties. You can kind of tell where each one is doing a different page, um, but their styles work well enough that I don't think it's distracting at all. Um, and, of course, the rest of the art team's great, too. Sal Regla inking Nelson, uh, Dave McKegg on colors, Troy Petrie on letters, of course, and uh, the incomparable Ron Mars writing. And it's had a real clean look to it, too, so... Yeah. Especially as compared to what's going on in the darkness and the Witchblade and artifacts art- artistically, it's a much cleaner look going on in the Magdalena right now. And uh, so, what is it you, that's uh, what is it that you're digging about the Magdalena, Jason? Um, yeah, it's the the art and the writing. Um, it's just really good. Um, I just liked seeing another, you know, uh, Top Cow book come out. Um, kind of late to the game with that. Started with. The trades with Phil Hester's Darkness and Ron Mars' Witchblade. And I just like, you know, it's a new number one. That's one of the things that was appealing to me when it came out. And just a cool concept. Um, like with the religion and the supernatural and. Yeah. And chicks like, fighting demons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we need more books like that. Yeah, definitely. Kind of like a, a, a Buffy type book. A little bit. Yeah. Girl fighting In the people. same vein. Yeah. But I, I just don't want people to think that Buffy was like the first thing that ever no. did that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Sometimes people seem to forget that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Magdalena in herself is, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting world that Ron's crafted so far with Magdalena because she, in this particular volume, um, she's more or less a reluctant servant to the Catholic Church. She she split out with some, found some corruption, and she's kind of a, a reluctant participant. Um, and it's basically as long as you know, as long as your missions meet up with my missions as a descendant of you know, as a descendant of Jesus, then I'm I'm in. But if you people keep whacking around, I'm out. So that that's kind of a theme that keeps coming in and out. Where there's a faction that's trying to replace the Magdalena, then there's some other people that we're not sure whether we can trust them or not. But um, then there's, you know, other stories going on. Yeah, and the way Ron sets stuff up years and years in advance. Yeah, um, yeah which we definitely find <laughs> out with played and artifacts. So. Which kind of makes me want to like reread and go, all right, so who's gonna jab the knife in her back? Which really, at this point though, there's not many people that could. So I would hope that he's not going to Kristoff. Because he seems the only one that to be the only one within the church that really 
does support her. Yeah, and that's Though I suppose we haven't seen. I mean, a lot kind of, of charged with following her around and assisting her. And her handler. Her handler, yeah. which we really want to feel. You know, we're we're ready to not trust anybody that she works for or with, except we want to make sure that we're able to trust him moving forward. Yeah. So. Where would you like to see the story go? Um, I don't know. I'm just really looking forward to the... I mean, they, they did the promo art for, what was it, issue 11 or 12, where they actually show uh, patients with the Witchblade. She's holding the spear in one hand. She has the Witchblade. So that would be cool to see. Um, it's not online. I can't remember where it's... Yeah. Well, that's just them together and the, yeah. the next issue oh, it's a pretty cover it is mystical backup they've got the cover in the back of uh, Magdalena 10 and it's Sarah and Patience confronting somebody off panel but it is sweet definitely I, uh, I wouldn't mind if they redesigned her outfit I really liked, uh, I don't remember her name, and I feel horrible about that, but the uh, two-issue story that preceded this with the Kucha artwork, uh, wow. Nelson did a really, well, his cover especially was what yeah. grabbed me to it, but uh, grabbed me to it. Um, I don't remember her name, but I My liked Nelly? her outfit better. Yeah. I think it's a Nelly? I don't know. I'm saying that right. But... Good enough for now. Yeah. But uh, the way Nelson drew her on yeah, the cover Nelly, of okay. issue... Nine, maybe? No. Cover of issue eight. Oh, yeah. Actually, she doesn't even have that design in there. I'm just babbling now. But check out Nelson's cover to issue eight. Um, I don't know. She has bare, like, a little more upper than, arms. A little more top cowish, probably, huh? <laughs> uh, no, because it's completely not that design that is on the Kucha cover of it. I'll go grab it quick. Well, I just mean with the bare midriff, you know. See, here on this cover of Issue 8 by Nelson, she's got, like, the bare shoulders and upper arms. But uh, she actually has, like, an armored breast piece, which kind of makes sense. Yep. Want to protect those. Sure does. Yeah, that's true. I know I like to protect mine. (laughs) And maybe that's the one true sword she's wielding there on the cover. Huh? Look it up. Yeah, so this is, if you haven't been reading Magdalena, uh, feel lucky because it's real easy to catch up quick. And uh, it'll pay off for sure because this is going to be a major Top Cow title moving forward in 2012, I think. You're doing yourself a disservice if you like Ron's other work and aren't reading this. Right. I always wonder, what's the chance? I mean, really, if you're reading Artifacts, if you're reading Witchblade, you're reading Magdalena. I just don't see how you skip it. Yeah because it's just that good, and it's right in there. It's just as good as the others that I just listed. It's kind of like, well, you know, we don't do a lot of retweeting of Top Cow stuff, because the the truth is, if you're following our podcast on Twitter, you're already following Top Cow. I know I am, yeah. So, Yeah, I just want to look at these pretty pictures a whole bunch. Yeah. It is. You just can't go wrong with the art. It's really been a beautiful run. So let's give away something else. Oh, yeah. So another of our Facebook followers is going to win another package of goodies. 
And the click click tap tap the random.org. And the jewel of this pack is also donated to the show for giveaway by Russ Hagen, and it is a copy of Echoes Number One, signed by Joshua Hale Fialkov and Rashan Ekadal. Or Rasan, I guess. I've been mispronouncing your first name, Rasan. I'm sorry for that. I might still be. But in any case, signed by those two creators, and it will go to a random follower. Number 47. Oh, well. <laughs> well. Instead of counting from number one yeah. all the way to 47. Man has methods, okay? I have my methods. The winner of this book is Troy Hickman. What? <laughs> See, and that's why I say shenanigans. <laughs> so, Troy, <laughs> we'll be in touch with you to get a... And it'll be worth getting this package, so... Yeah. Uh, we'll have some fun stuff in there. Troy, if you don't know, is the creator and writer of Twilight Guardian for Top Cow. Which we need to read soon. Yeah, we'll do a show on that. So yeah. that yeah, will, I've uh, yet to read that one. I, I really want to. I've heard good things about it. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun read. And now, I know the trade's been solicited. Has it shipped? Is it out? It is not, no. Not yet um, shipped. So, And that's kind of what we were targeting our show to be right around when it would show, start showing up in stores. You could probably still... Can you still pre-order, or is it uh, in, that, in that black hole time? Between? I may actually have to check to see if it was canceled or not. Um, but yeah, generally, as long as it hasn't shipped since it's an image book, usually we can increase those orders almost right up until it ships. Pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one worth checking out, and we'll be talking about that soon, so get a hold of it. You can still get back issues. Uh, I don't know if any are in the Diamond Warehouse that you can get. I know you can get it digitally online at Drive Through Comics, and a couple other sources. The Top Cow store might have some as well. Yeah. So that's... We're going to have to do another Magdalena episode soon, because I'm feeling like we didn't do it justice this time around. Works for me. Yeah, well... I guess like this was more primerish than actually getting into the nuts and bolts, which, yeah. I'm going to blame that four hours of sleep. <laughs> you got four? Yeah, four. It's more than I usually get. We'll I was up late looking at, um, like, a la carte Lego bricks that you can buy from the Lego shop. All right. All right. <laughs> it's a sickness. <laughs> I, I imagine this is what uh, crackheads feel like. It's like, oh, I, need, I need more. Sorry. Now you know how I feel every Wednesday. Coming into the shop. I, I need my fix. I can't, I can't, you gotta help me out. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope everybody has a safe and enjoyable New Year's. And that 2012 takes all the good things of 2011 and just cranks them up that much more. Did we actually talk about the drive through comics? What they have to do to be entered into that contest? I don't think we did. So let's we talk didn't. about our January contest. It's still December, so I felt like I got away with it. But uh, are so you gonna, our next contest. Are you going to cut this in earlier? Doubtful. Okay. We're we're rolling with it. Rolling. Do we keep rolling, rolling, rolling? Oh God, I was. Yeah. Wouldn't go there. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. <laughs> oh yeah, Limp Biscuit. 
So, all right, if you're still listening to the show, <laughs> here's the, uh, here, here is our January contest, and the prize is a $25 credit on drivethroughcomics.com. You can get a lot of stuff in drivethroughcomics for 25 bucks. Yeah. Because mo- I would say most top, so- top me and can talk. Um, most top cow stuff is anywhere from what, like thirty-three to fifty percent off. Yeah, except the very uh, newest stuff, which is yeah. basically the same as uh, the print version. Yeah, but I think usually after maybe a month. But yeah, with yeah, twenty-five bucks, doesn't take long to get discounted. I mean, so, yeah, it's pretty good. A Magdalena Trader too. Maybe Magdalena some, Origins uh, is available on Drive Through Comics, Volume One and Volume Two, um, as well as all of the current run. Yeah. Oh, that was something I was actually going to mention earlier. This is actually the first Magdalena ongoing series. The previous series, like that first story, was just uh, four issues of the darkness. And then there was two miniseries after that. Mm-hmm. Though not all of the miniseries are about patience. Yeah, I haven't read them all, FYI. so I'm looking forward to those. I've only got the uh, volume one of the origins, so... Still working through that. So, yeah, you're right. 2012, we're definitely going to have a little more in-depth Magdalena episode. But in any case, our contest, if you wanted to enter the contest, it'll be pretty simple for you. All you will have to do is go to our Facebook page and put a post on our wall telling us which currently non-published Top Cow character should get a new title in 2012, after the end of the world and the rebirth of the Top Cow universe. Character or team, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Character, team. That, that's why I went with title. Which Top Cow you title. entity deserves an ongoing is basically what Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Top Cow universe. Top Cow universe. Sorry. I wasn't specific with that. Um, or, if you don't feel like using Facebook, send it to at DTC Podcast via Twitter. And, uh, yeah. Look forward to having you chime in. I'm going to post mine. I'll make myself ineligible to win, but I'm going to post some yeah. of the things that I'm I'll be ineligible, to too, and I'll probably take all month to think about mine after I see everyone else's. <laughs> yeah. but that's the fun, is you can There's tell us, and even there. if you change your mind, you're still entered, but uh, yep, can make for some interesting conversation. And that's what we're looking to do. We'll, we'll talk about them. Before we award the prize, and it will be a random prize. It's a subject, totally subjective thing, but we but definitely will talk about them on the there show. There may be uh, a consolation prize for someone that totally humors me or uh, just totally does something out of the blue that is awesome. All right, so brownie points for Josh, so yeah, there you go. My vote, well, yeah, well, I shouldn't say my vote will be swayed, because, yeah, it'll be random, but if there's, like, an outstanding entry for, you know, whatever. Say someone decides, I'm going to draw a picture of how I would relaunch Cyberforce. I might just be like, that's freaking awesome. You're going to get a prize. Rock on. See, yeah, we do stuff like that. That's awesome. Entertain me, people. There you go. <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown for 2012. Thanks for joining us again, and have a great week. Good journey.